and welcome to the show, Fifth Street Soccer, here on the Sports Byline USA and SB Nation radio networks. Also, a big hello to our men and women in uniform listening on the American Forces Network. Uh, I'm Nick Gieber with my co-host Nick Webster. Uh, today, folks, we're going to uh, put to bed the last discussions of the 2018 FIFA World Cup. We're going to have our last discussion about that today, and then we're going to move on. We're going to look at some early handicapping of the Premier League, the Champions League, the big leagues in Europe. We're going to look at some transfer rumors, and I'm going to ask a question. Is a certain, well, uh, I do not know, thank heavens for little girls, uh, ex-French manager becoming just a little bit bitter? Love to hear from you. 800-878-PLAY. 800-878-PLAY. Or find us here on Facebook. By the way, so happy to be back on Facebook. Uh, uh, We got a shock the other day. We found that our account had been for some reason, suspended by Facebook. And uh, I can tell you, don't believe what the people tell you. It took a long time, but I did finally get a human being, and it was apparently a glitch on their end. We are back and live coming to you on Facebook Live. Of course, we've always been with you on YouTube and on our website at fifthstreetsports.com. But we do enjoy broadcasting to you on Facebook Live as well, and we are pleased to say we're back on there. By the way, to have the discussion with us on Facebook, uh, go to facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. And we have a new Fifth Street Sports group as well. Uh, if you'd like to take the discussion uh, deeper than just uh, commenting on a photo. Uh, so it's kind of cool. You can do that on the Fifth Street Sports group. So that's the housekeeping. Nick Webster, uh, we're going to put pay to the World Cup today. We're going to end it off. Yes, well, it's it's about time because, I mean, it is three days since the final uh, ended. And in the football world, things move at the pace of light. You know, who cares about France? Well, it's old news already. Right. So when we come back after the break, because we're going to have to step aside, take a break, uh, we're going to wrap up the World Cup. uh, And I'm going to, you know, talk about some of the further ridiculous justifications and machinations that the world press is trying to deal with to cope with the fact that the big boys didn't go through and that France won it again. Although, for me, they've always been a bit of a football big boy. All right, we'll be right back after this. Fist Street Soccer Sports Byline USA, SB Nation Radio, FistreetSports.com, Nick Webster, Nick Eber. I think that'll do it. We'll be back in three minutes. When working at a growing business, you wear many hats. The new business hat, the buying toner for the copy machine hat, the sifting through tons of resumes hat. You can throw away that last hat thanks to Indeed.com. When posting your job, Indeed lets you add screener questions that give you a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. So go ahead, dust off that extra-long lunch hat. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com hire. I'm Ryan Burke. I'm the head cider maker at Angry Orchard, and we're in Brittany, France. I wanted to make Angry Orchard Rosé cider out of my love for rosé wine. We came here and found these red-fleshed apples. It's a really rare fruit. The apple brings a right, refreshing, natural taste to the cider and a deep, nice pink rosé hue. Our rosé is a little bit less sweet. It's got a really nice balance for any occasion. It's a really refreshing drink. Angry Orchard Cider Company, welcome to Drink Responsible. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? 
Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials, what, for a decade? I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are, like, falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. All right, welcome back to the show, Fifth Street Soccer Sports Byline, USA SB Nation Radio Networks. Nick Eber and Nick Webster with you. Uh, yesterday, we were talking a little bit about the ridiculous discussions going on about the French win at the World Cup. And we did promise you earlier on, this is the last segment we're going to do specifically on the World Cup. But in trying to cope with the trauma that the big favorites didn't make it through at least to the final of the World Cups, or so much even the semi-final. Uh, the trauma that the major media and, and, and fairly newer fans to the game have gone through has been nothing but palpable. The excuses for the French team uh, winning, well, it's not really that meaningful of a World Cup win because the big teams, quote-unquote, didn't get through. Um, and, you know, Messi wasn't feeling well. Ronaldo slipped on a banana skin. Uh, you know, what the, the excuses are ridiculous. The most ridiculous one is what I heard yesterday. Yeah, the, it's the yeah, but excuse. Yeah, the French won, but their players aren't really French. Nick Webster, help me here, please. It's, this is ridiculous. We just got to come to terms of reality. It's shifting. The landscape is shifting. Well, I'm sorry that, uh, you know, a a lot of these people who are complaining about the lack of French personnel on the team are absolutely racist, okay? They are racist because they cannot handle it. And let's, you know, let's call it what it is, Nick, for crying out loud. If you have a passport, I have a passport on me, and my passport, well, I'm I'm lucky enough to have two passports, but one of them says UK and the other one says America. That's who I am. If your passport, I don't care where you were born, what nationality your mother is. If you hold a passport for that country and you're playing for that country, you are French. Let me make things absolutely clear. 
the 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 picture I saw, Nick. Okay, was of every black player on the French team with the origin, where their country of origin, whether it be their parents or uncle or great aunt. I mean, sorry, they're racists, and that's 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 the problem with soccer in America, Nick. Yeah, honestly, they want it to be white, middle, middle and upper class. Yeah. And make it very, very nice. You know, Nick, it's not nice. It, it upsets me enormously because you are so absolutely correct. It is just racist, plain and simple. Number one. Number two is um, I can promise you the people that are saying this are not the French. Uh, French culture is st- such that if you embrace French culture and France as your country, they love you. They'll take you no matter where you're from. Uh, that is one of the great things about French culture. We love to talk down about the French. I love the French, by the way. I used to live in France, uh, an excellent people. Yeah, Parisians are a little stuck up, but, you know, it's okay. We all have our quirks uh, as well. But look, Nick, France had and still has enormous influence over what used to be a large colonial empire that really ranged primarily in Africa. They had an enorm- North Africa was French. Algeria was considered a province of France as important as California is to America. So, you know, of course, families in these countries that have French uh, influence, that have been French, part of the French colonial empire, you are eligible for French citizenship if you want it. They speak French. And here's the thing, the rules that FIFA put out are really very simple. Up to a certain age, you can play for whoever you want to. But when you reach a certain age, you have to uh, declare a country of your identity. And guess what? That's the company. It upsets me. It's denigrating not just not just the French team and their great achievement and Didier Deschamps, but these players from the French team of African descent. Please stop insulting them. Stop with the racism. Understand they are French. They are African French like we have African Americans. I mean, let's let's knock it off here, people. They're as French as Marcel Marceau. <laughs> they are as French as uh, as uh, uh, you know as anyone. Yeah. Listen, when when African Americans start playing soccer and uh, all of Actually, a sudden, he was Canadian though, wasn't he? Country explodes. Are we going to then go? Well, he can't really play for the United States of America because all oh, his great grandfather was actually born in Africa. Yeah, come on, what is this nonsense? It is. It is. And I actually saw that same graphic it's that you did. Embarrassing. Nick. It's embarrassing. It's awful. It's awful. Uh, no time for that now. Game. Uh, what makes football no. the most wonderful sport in the world is that it's a great equalizer. A small, yes. a small stocky boy from. Uh, living by, uh, you know, in, in in the jungles of Argentina can become the world's greatest football player. Uh, a small boy growing up in Brazil, playing with a with a wadded up newspaper with tape around it, can become uh, the legend that is Pele. Uh, the list goes on and on, people. You know, I think in some ways, you know, global soccer superstars are not Landon Donovan. They don't come out of California. They don't come out of upper middle class families. And by the way, this isn't a rob on Landon, so please don't get me wrong. Uh, but no, I, 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 I would like to say, Nick, let me let me add on to that. Landon Donovan is the exception to have a young white boy who's not not the biggest biggest lad in the world, not the most athletic 
lad in the world, to attain the success that he has had. All credit to Landon Donovan. I mean, he has got a work ethic. His skill, where did that come from? It must have been one of those where it just zapped out of the sky because there is no way that you could say, hey, there's going to be a white kid coming out of Redlands, California, who's going to be one of the best players America's ever seen. And he's going to have uh, an unbelievable international career and play in England and Germany and have the success that he's had. That should not have happened. Landon is yeah. a freak of nature. Uh, yeah, great football player. The only rub uh, I ever had against Landon was that I felt that he didn't push himself hard enough. But, you know, that is, as I matured a bit and as he matured a bit, uh, you know, I came to recognize that everybody has to make those personal choices. Not everybody wants to be the world's greatest footballer. Some people enjoy playing football and want to be happy and have a family and live where they want to live. And, you know, I think Landon took a lot of heat early on because uh, the Americans, early American soccer media, such as myself uh, and you, Nick Webster, we yep. were really hoping that Landon was going to be that breakthrough European-American star. But he, he was never... He was interested in it, but he was never really interested in making those sacrifices because of the personal trade-off. And, and as I'm older, Nick, I respect him for those decisions. Uh, but, I, but when I was a little younger and uh, looking for more listeners, I think I did less. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree 100% on that. I mean, think about this, Nick, right now. If you, if you were, you know, now that we're a little older and wiser, if someone offered you a million dollars a year to play your football in L.A. and live by Manhattan Beach... Oh my! And and not have any media interference, you would snatch their hand off in a heartbeat. Why go? Why get a million dollars to go to Bayern or somewhere in Liverpool and have everybody abuse you because you're not doing the business week in and week out? Agree, agree, Nick. No, uh, crazy, um, Nick. So let's let's just put this discussion to bed. France were the winners of the World Cup. They are the world's best football team on the international stage as we speak today. Uh, they are the second youngest team that played in the World Cup. And what's more, folks, to further reinforce to you that this isn't a flash in the pan or some racist conspiracy. This is the same team that made it to the finals of the Euro two years ago and have subsequently learned from their mistakes. I think that and should end our discussion, Nick. How about you? Yes, I, I, and I would say for the uh, racists out there who can't stand the fact that the French team full of black players are excellent, uh, get over it because they're going to be around for the next six to eight years. <laughs> That's right. They are going to be a dominant force in world football. That team is going to do nothing but season itself and get better. And obviously, as a lot of those players move out. And by the way, Nick, a topic for another discussion, which we can bring in because it's not really talking about the World Cup. We can talk about, you know, everyone talks about the, the link between the leagues that the players play in and the international team. You know, a lot of those French players play in Ligue 1, and we should talk at some point, Nick. What does that mean? Does that tell us anything? Or does international football and talent transcend the league you play in? All right, we're going to take a break here in uh, just a couple of seconds when we come back. Uh, speaking of Frenchmen, there's a certain one that used to live at the Emirates who before that used to live at Highbury, who has a few hmm, interesting, maybe uh, peut-être a little bitter. We'll talk about some of Arsene Wenger's quotes, and Nick and I are going to do some early handicapping of the Premier League and the Champions League and the big leagues in Europe. We'll be right back after this.
Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. All right, we're back and uh, on the show. And as we just before we get to this uh, Arsene Wenger story, welcome back, everyone. I know Nick Webster can stay early through this segment, so uh, we're going to try and wrap it up here with Nick. But um, you know, our discussion in the last segment was about these people talking about the French team and how they're not really French, and they put out these awful graphics of how many, you know, quote-unquote French players there are. i got news for you. Um, all the French players we're talking about here, whether it's a Pogba or Mbappe, guess what? They were born in France. They were born in France. Zinedine Zidane. His parents were Algerian, but he was born in France. It's a silly discussion, Nick. 
It, well, it really is. I mean, let's let's uh, if we, if we want to get into it, let's look at some of the uh, teams that win the World Series of Baseball. Half the bloody players are born in the Dominican Republic. The World Series, uh, the the NBA. Uh, okay, let's take away the let's discount the uh, championships that the San Antonio Spurs have won because Ginobili's Argentinian and the other lads French. Yeah, yeah, but that's club, but that's club ball. That's not uh, international ball. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that one. But it's 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 it seems to be it's a a very American thing to look at a national team and then go, yeah, he's not really French. Yeah, because his name's really Mbappe. English. He's not really French. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about a man who is really French and has really has been a legend at uh, Arsenal over 22 years, Arsene Wenger, who was pretty much uh, pushed out the door with uh, velvet gloves, I think is a way to put, put it, uh, last year. Um, he's been subsequently been replaced uh, at Arsenal, and he is now uh, in uh, retirement, semi-retirement, deciding what he's going to do. And he recently uh, gave an interview and started to express something I didn't actually think we would ever hear from, Ar- from Arsene Wenger, a little bitterness towards, uh, towards his former club, uh, saying that he gave up a lot over 22 years and maybe it wasn't worth it. Nick, uh, is he positioning for a new job, trying to put some distance between himself and that cannon, or is he just bitter and not finding the job he wants? <laughs> Well, I think, you know, there's there's only a, a certain number of jobs that Arsene Wenger really could do. But he also did say that he thought he had stayed on too long at Arsenal, which uh, is about one of the things that he definitely got right. Uh, 22 years is a long time to remain in management, especially at the top level. Only Sir Alex Ferguson really has uh, achieved any kind of uh, success as he moved into his, you know, dotage years. And uh, I, th- I think Wenger is, I think he is a little bit better um, mainly because he failed, you know, other than winning the FA Cup, he, he really did not do anything in 14 years at Arsenal after winning the the Premier League with the Invincibles. There was, there was nothing. And uh, he has given up a lot. And he was saying that the likes of uh, Thierry Henry and Patrick Vieira, two of, of course, of his most legendary players who now want to get into management, he was warning them about the, the perils of the job. And I mean, you and I both know this, having been involved with football. If you are a manager at the highest level, it is 24-7 and it does aid you. Uh, it's as simple as that. Arsene Wenger has given his entire life to Arsenal, but that was always his decision. And for him to get a little bitter and twisted and worked up about it, things are a little rich because he was the one in charge of his own destiny. And yeah. he was the one that would not let it go. Yeah, it's interesting. And, and not just that. I mean, it, it's one of these things where if you ask for complete, total and utter control over a club, which Wenger did, let, make no mistake, this man was uh, anal retentive. By the way, I've always felt anal retentive is vastly superior to being anal expulsive. But that's another discussion for another time. Uh, Arsene Wenger was completely fixated on all the details, whether it was player transfers training ritual, or even the logos on the uh, uh, servingware at the cafeteria, if you can believe that. I mean, it's incredible what I've heard about the, the amount of power and detail that this man looked at at Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think um, we, we hate to stereotype people, but I know some French people very well, and they have told me on good authority that people from Strasbourg 
where Wenger is fond, are incredibly stubborn, incredibly driven, and do have this uh, this thing where they are so, as you just eloquently described, anally retentive. Um, and, and that was Wenger to a T. And uh, I... I for some reason, he couldn't let things go. He couldn't delegate. And, you know, a, a very good friend of mine, actually, uh, Ivan Gazidis, who's the CEO of Arsenal, yep. you know, said to me off the, off the record, so I really shouldn't say it, but I will, um, was, was that, you know, Arsenal wouldn't let it go. He he had to have his say on every single detail, whether it be the Emirates Stadium, the dressing rooms, the training ground. And as you mentioned, you know, how, how, how much sugar was put into the tea and how much the toast should be buttered. That's, that's uh, the attention to detail he put into his job. Now, to do that is absolutely exhausting. And to do that for 22 years... He's probably a shell of a man. Yeah, no, but Nick, the point I'm making is that if you if you exercise that level of control at a club or any organization, then ultimately there's no one else but you that's responsible for those organizations' successes or those organi- or that organ that organization's failures. And I think you would have to say that on a financial setting, Arsenal are a huge success, but that's not what the fans care about. You know, the fans were told. Uh, when Highbury was being demolished, bear with us, we're going to have a few years where we're not going to have big money for transfers and we're not going to sign big players because it's important to us that we don't get up to our eyeballs in debt with the new stadium. We want to start on a great financial footing. And the fans lived through that. The new stadium was built. There is almost no debt associated with it. Yet Arsenal, time and time again, couldn't get out of that sort of that sort of thrifty bargain basement mentality that had them, quite honestly, at the bargain basement of the top tier of the Premier League. Yeah, look, the the, the lack of money that Arsenal spent uh, probably over the last 10 years has really come back to haunt them. You know, yeah. other, other than Metzl and uh, Sanchez, you know, you can't really think of some big name signings. Uh, yes, Wenger splashed the cast last season, but I think he didn't have a choice with Lacazette and Obi Young. Um Look, Arsenal are perfectly positioned to spend some money, to retool their squad, and I think to rebrand themselves. And and you and I have spoken over the last six weeks endlessly, really, about these cycles that clubs go through. Arsenal have the potential to be a big club. They have the stadium. They have the fan base. They have the money. But they've got to reinvent themselves. And that's one of the hardest things to do. Taking yeah. it back to Wenger for a second. Listen, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing this class now and, and it's all about leadership. And one of the books that we're reading is Good to Great, Good to Great Leaders. And one of the key components of a great leader is the ability to look into the mirror and go, I messed up or yeah. I'm messing up and I need to change tax. And the, for, for all the great football that Arsenal played, you know, we've said every pundit, and this is not rocket science, every pundit for the last 10 years has gone, where's Tony Adams? Where's Patrick Vieira? Where's the Robert Prias? Where's the uh, Thierry Henry? You know, those big personality players. And Wenger never brought anybody of that ilk in to replace them. And that's why they struggled so much in the Premier League. All right. Well, let's uh, briefly turn. We've just got a couple of minutes le- left, Nick, and then I know you have to... Uh... Go to something more important than talking to a national radio audience, but I'll, I'll forgive you. Uh, Nick, 
let's look at uh, early handicapping, but let's start. I want to talk about the Champions League. I don't really want to talk about the Premier League just a second. Um, obviously, Juventus and the addition of uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, that's a massive addition. But, you know, Juventus only cleared the top of Serie A by three or four points last season. Uh, they had uh, Napoli and I forget who else was uh, behind them. Napoli and Roma were right behind them. Now, Roma and Napoli, they've both been selling clubs this offseason. The, the latest sale, of course, is, uh, what, nearly £70 million for Allison, the goalkeeper, to go to Liverpool. Um, I think Juventus are going to be clear through with Serie A this year. But how do you like their Champions League chances? Well, obviously, the addition of Cristiano Ronaldo, a proven winner, perhaps it, perhaps he's the man that, to take them over the edge. I mean, Juventus haven't won the Champions League since '96. They've lost their last five finals that they've been in. Um, and Ronaldo has, has that mentality where he just refuses to lose. Uh, listen, the, the Champions League, if, let's be honest, Nick. Madrid, Barcelona, Juventus, Liverpool, Man United, Man City. I mean, pick your winner from there, Bayern Munich. Pick your yeah. winner. Okay, yep. Yeah. Same old, same old. But my question for you this, Barcelona, I mean, they've still got a couple of great pieces in the midfield, but there's a young, fairly untested team in there somewhere. Yeah, I think, you know, Barcelona do have the potential to struggle, but they also have this gentleman by the name of Lionel Messi, who, you know, regardless of what he does for Argentina, yeah. is a proven, proven world-class superstar who does the business at the club level. And he's only 31. And Coutinho's got uh, a full season behind him. Dembele's got a full season behind him. Luis Suarez. This is still a team that will be, you know, minimum last day. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Barcelona are actually looking great for this year's Champions League. But of course, to me, looking at England, the big question is Manchester City this team that has sort of tooled itself for Champions League success, that success has been really elusive. Is this the year they break through to the finals, do you think? Well, I think Pep Guardiola has built the team that he wants. There's no two ways about that. He's conquered England now by winning the Premier League. And, and, and the next thing, the next you know, check mark for Guardiola is to win the Champions League with another club. He came close with Bayern Munich into the semifinals on numerous occasions. You know, at City... Will I'm going to say right now, City will be in the semi-final minimum. I agree. So if you like to place a little bet, uh, we're going to handicap I this would. early for you. <laughs> and by the way, folks, we're going to be doing this with the Premier League as well. We're not going to do this today with the Premier League, but that's on first day. We'll be uh, that's part of what we have scheduled for our Friday show. So stay tuned. Nick Webster, I want to thank you for uh, co-hosting with me as you do every day. Uh, but today, I know you have to go. So uh, have safe travels uh, on your visit to the proctologist. Hope it doesn't hurt too much. Okay, <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back after this for Street Soccer. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. I don't know, Andrew. Is it just me that really dislikes these Marvel films? I mean, I've seen a couple of them that are okay. But, you know, on, on the whole, I can't deal with it. I really don't care who Hulk's hulking or Iron Man and... It's just, you know, the first time was fine, but the 19th time, it's more than enough. All right, I don't know how we got on this discussion. But anyway, welcome back to the show, Fist Street Soccer Sports Byline USA, uh, SB Nation Radio Networks. Nick Gieber with you here, folks. So we're coming to you uh, not only on uh, Sports Byline and SB Nation, but we're coming to you on the American Forces Network. So I'd like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform listening around the world on American Forces. We're also on iHeart and TuneIn, streaming live on YouTube and Facebook Live. You can find us on Facebook Live at facebook.com forward slash Fistry Sports Talk. And you can find us on YouTube uh, just by going to our website at uh, fistrysports.com where you'll see videos, articles, polls, interactions, and more. Uh, so much going on. It's important that you become a part of the show. That's when the show works best. If you'd like to give me a call in the studio, 800-878-PLAY. I'd love to know from you who are your early picks for the Premier League. Who are your early picks for the Champions League, we just spoke to Nick Webster about that. And Nick uh, saying he sees Manchester City certainly making the last... Did he say eight or four? Did he say the semis? Barcelona or the Barcelona, Man City, both in last eight. I, I think I would agree with him. Uh, of course, it's very early 
early days yet in the uh, in the uh, uh, you know why am I having trouble talking in the Champions League? Thank you. Uh, in the meantime, the transfer market rolls along. Let's talk about some uh, uh, transfers that are on the way. Liverpool about to smash the record for goalkeeper signings by signing Allison from Rome, from Roma to be specific. The fee somewhere, somewhere just south of seventy million pounds. That's with the add-ons making him the most expensive goalkeeper signing ever. Just think about that for a minute. The most expensive goalkeeper signing ever. If we look at Liverpool and what they have brought in so far, they have spent so far this season £107 million. They've offloaded John Flanagan for on a free, Emery Chan to Juventus on a free, Jordan Williams, uh, free transfer, but he, he really never played, and uh, Adam Bogdan, who you might have seen every now and then, a young goalkeeper uh, being loaned up to Hibernian. So that's the movements out of Liverpool. Movements into Liverpool, though. Wow. Naby Keita, $58.5 million. Fabinho. Defensive midfielder arriving from Monaco, 40.5. I mean, I like the idea of Fabinho behind uh, Firmino. <laughs> There's a lot of O's, right, Andrew? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're going to look good. Jordan Shakiri. You know, they didn't get uh, Fakir, so they got Shakiri instead uh, coming in from Stoke. But, uh, you know, you saw, Sh- you saw Shakiri in the World Cup. I mean, this is a, an absolute world-class player at 16 million. If you think about that, and then you add on top of that 107 million, another 70, Liverpool spending 177 million pounds, folks. That's pounds. Given current exchange rate, that's uh, what 250 million dollars, quarter of a billion. And if you put it in Bitcoin, well, I think it's probably. Uh, 5,000 bitcoins today and two tomorrow, depending on which day you, uh, you get it. Um, those are some big transfer numbers. So, Alisson, of course, this comes after the Champions League final. Uh, Karius, the, uh, current, the German keeper that's currently at Liverpool, had a couple of howlers. And, um, you know, always showed during the season that he had great instincts for stopping shots. He was a great shot stopper, but would have those mental, those concentration lapses that would result in howlers. And apparently during the preseason, there have been a couple of howlers along the way. So they decided it was time to make a change. Uh, Simone Mignolet, the uh, the uh, keeper that was uh, at Liverpool, that was uh, the the other keeper fighting for number one spot with Karius, is moving on. Another keeper who, while not as prone to howlers as Karius, is one of the most horrible ball distributors of any goalkeeper I've ever seen. Would you not agree, Andrew? He's pretty awful. Anyway, so uh, speaking of goalkeepers, Thibaut Courtois, the Belgian goalkeeper, is going to be leaving Chelsea, uh, headed to Real Madrid in a deal worth about uh, £31 million, which is another big money for a goalkeeper, but again, not nearly £70. Again, uh, um, uh, Alisson will become the most expensive goalkeeper in the history of football. Chelsea, (laughs) there's another goalkeeper move. If this isn't funny enough... When Courtois leaves, guess what? Petr Cech, set to rejoin Chelsea, 
uh, from Arsenal once uh, Courtois heads over to uh, uh, the Bonabeo. Also, Gary Cahill is going to look uh, like he's leaving Stamford Bridge after Rugani is uh, going to be coming in um, uh, uh, as centre-back. And Pogba wants to leave United. I mean, look, folks, this is, uh, this is what you get. This is the, uh, this is the um, ups and downs and, uh, and, and uh, uh, ins and outs of uh, football, particularly in, uh, in a World Cup. Clearly, Pogba feels... Uh, he was struggling to get regular time at United, and clearly he feels that after his World Cup performance, his value have gone up. Um, you know, I look at Pogba a little bit like, uh, what's that, LeVar Ball? Lonzo Ball. LeVar's the dad, right? Yeah. A little like Lonzo, like a cross between LeVar and Lonzo, because I actually think that uh, Pogba is more in charge of his own marketing uh, than, um, than Lonzo. I, I, they're of that same self-promotion ilk. You know, I haven't yet achieved really anything, but I am, I look the part, I've got the skills, I've got the chops, and if I'm not achieving, it's not me, it's the people I'm playing with. I mean, that, that's really what you're getting. Now, with France, obviously Pogba has achieved a World Cup win, and he did score... But I don't know. I'll ask Andrew, our producer, off, uh, off camera. Do you really think Pogba, they would, the French team would have won the World Cup without Pogba? Questionable, but probably. Probably, right? Probably. Would they have won it without Mbappe? Probably not. Probably not. Would they have won it without uh, Griezmann? Who knows? Yeah, you know. All I can say is, uh, even though they won, and we've talked about what a great team they were, and they're the future, and this, that, and the other, you know, it's not like Pogba was the man that grabbed the team by the scruff of the neck, dragged it forward, and got it done. And he certainly he's had trouble getting time at United. So I find a lot of similarities. Now, obviously, he's ready to go. Uh, he doesn't feel that he's getting the love that he is, is owed to him at United, and... Um, there is only really love going one way at United, and that's for the manager, because the manager loves himself uh, more than anyone. And um, I think this is we're further seeing uh, the issues with Mourinho and his man management. But, but I think Pogba's always been a little bit difficult there. Uh, in terms of Everton, let's go to Goodison Park. They're in talks to sign Malcolm from Bordeaux in 30 mil- for £30 million. Again, I'm saying his name is Malcolm, so that should give you one good clue where he's from, because he only has one name. So that would mean he's Brazilian. Um, other than that, uh, Bakayaku, the big signing at Chelsea last year, who came in from Monaco, he was their biggest signing that they had. Guess what? Uh, Maurizio Sarri, the new manager at Chelsea, is getting ready to move him along already. So those are the big transfer news uh, in the world uh, right now. Uh, trying to see if there's anything else coming across the wires that's uh, of interest. Not really, but. As you know, keep in mind the transfer window closes early this year, and what that means is that uh, I think we have 22 days till the transfer window shuts. So essentially, once the season starts, the transfer window is closed. So you're not going to get those situations like we've seen year over year, where the Premier League starts, uh, teams, uh, great teams that you think would be you know awesome, are struggling, and then all of a sudden they add two you know, enormous signings that completely changed the flavor of the entire league. I personally didn't like that. 
I like the race to be set before it's run. Let's have two windows. Let's have one that opens during the summer, closes when the season starts. Let's have another that opens during the winter, give teams a chance. If they need to buy in players that, you know, maybe they have key injuries or what have you, you need the two windows. And typically the winter window, I believe other than Luis Suarez, hasn't seen that many huge signings in England. Uh, Suarez was a winter transfer, if I'm not mistaken, for Liverpool when he came in. I think he was one of the most effective winter transfers ever, but usually that's not the case. So most of the big business is done in the summer. And I think that should motivate teams to get their proverbial act together early uh, so that you're not in the position of Chelsea and Maurizio Sarri with 22 days left and you're having to come in and undo all of Conte's signings, the previous manager, and now you've got to look for your new signings and build a new system and make sure the players are all behind you. So I really like this new system where the window closes when the season starts. It means if you suck and you make bad transfer choices before the season starts, guess what? You've got to live with it. No amount of money is going to solve your problem. And in some respects, I think that is really good because it evens out the playing field and makes it, uh, and maybe adds, gives a little bit to those clubs that have less money but buy more carefully. Because of course, the old adage is money solves all your problems in football. This makes it a little bit more difficult for that to happen. And of course, financial fair play is a joke. And we're going to be spending a bit of time on that, by the way. Not only financial fair play in England, but we're going to look at how it affects all the teams in Europe and how some teams in Europe have an unfair advantage over others, either because of their tax system or because of fair play or because of the way it's enforced. Uh, these are all really, uh, I know they sound boring, by the way. It's not, you know, who's shagging who or who hates who or, you know, managers that are spouting off. But it is actually some of the most controversial stuff in football today. Uh, we're going to talk about financial fair play and we'll get on some experts to talk to you about that as well. But the transfer market, the transfer window will close on the first day. And so what we're going to do here, starting on Friday, we're going to start looking at the Premier League, who's in, who's out. We'll probably start with Liverpool because I'm going to imagine that most of their huge money signings are done. I cannot imagine they've got more than 200 million to plop down on signings. Uh, so we're going to, we'll start looking at all the Premier League teams and we're going to give you an idea of how we think they're going to stack up. Who do, you, who do we think is going to be early strugglers? Are the uh, promoted teams going to be happy just to be here? Are they going to be impressive like they have been in the last year or so? Or are they going to struggle? Are they big names? Who's going to jockey for those Champions League spots? Are we going to see the same at the top again? Are Chelsea going to be outside looking in? Is United going to challenge City for the title? Are Liverpool going to challenge City and United? And are Spurs going to be in uh, for the count? Are they going to look for a top two or, champion, or championship uh, winning pace? Uh, we'll have to see about that. These are all the questions that we're going to ask. So, the best way to communicate with us is via our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. Now, look, we're also on Twitter and we do respond to tweets. You can find us at Fifth Street Sports Talk. Pardon me, Fifth Street Sports. We are, of course, we're on the web. You know, who isn't these days? We have a great website, loads of content, looks beautiful too. And we have an editor-in-chief, Nolan Dalla, that's terrific, FifthStreetSports.com. By the way, we cover... All sports at Fifth Street Sports. Uh, this is just the soccer broadcast. We do everything. We'll be doing NFL handicapping. We'll be looking at uh, uh, the golf. We do boxing. We do MMA, uh, esports, uh, basketball, hockey, 
downhill nose pick garbage can racing, which I think is a new series on ESPN, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we do it all right here on Fifth Street Sports, so be sure to stay with us. All right, I'm going to step aside, take a break. I'll be back in three minutes with you here on the Sports Byline USA and SB Nation Radio Networks. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Attention timeshare owners, this is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently, even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare call now and see if we can help you at resort release you don't pay anything until you're ready if you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare make this complimentary free call right now 800-598-0539-800-598-0539-800-598-0539 that's 800-598-0539 if you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. We welcome you back to Fifth Street Soccer here on Sports Byline USA SB Nation Radio Networks. You know, when we talk about transfers, uh, we've touched a little bit here on the Premier League and some of the big transfers. We talked about uh, Liverpool signing Alisson for nearly £70 million. Um, pounds. By the way, Elvis Costello wrote a great song about this transfer at least, what, 30 years before it happened. Very impressed. Um, 
more, probably more like 40 years, actually. Anyway, the important thing is not, oh, that's neat, and oh, that's great, they signed the most expensive goalkeeper. Because the transfer window closes early this year, the important thing is, particularly from a Fifth Street sports perspective, is what does that do for early handicapping for my team? What does it do for their chances? Are there good lines out there to be had? Is there any money to be made as a sports better on this? Well, we're going to help you through all of that as we start to look. Starting on Friday, we'll start to really get into the transfer market and the early handicapping of the big European leagues uh, because there's some interesting movements. Remember what I just said earlier? Juventus, big buyers. Roma, Napoli, big sellers. What does that mean for Roma and Napoli going forward into next year? Is, uh, is Aurelio De Laurentiis going to splash the cash for, uh, for Napoli and make them you know, real challenges again this year? Uh, it'll be fun to see. Maybe we'll give Aurelio a call, see if we can get him on and have him talk about it, although I doubt that, but it's worth a try. Uh, so, so much to get to. Stay with us. Stay tuned with us here on uh, Fifth Street Sports, folks, because uh, this is what you're going to get with us. The details, the nitty-gritty, the fun, the craziness, but most importantly, how does it relate to the early handicapping uh, because the window closes at the start of the season. Right. Be back with you tomorrow. We're with you Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific, 3, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, then again 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, and then the full Fifth Street Sports Show, two hours. You get on Saturday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, in the meantime, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk, uh, or the web at FifthStreetSports.com, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Have a great night. Cheers. <laughs>